Thanks for joining me. I'm Nancy, and you're listening to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Things. I'll be talking to ordinary people, just like you, who share their real-life stories. If you find this helpful, please subscribe, leave a kind review, and share. Hi, this is Nancy, and I'm here with Ordinary People, Extraordinary Things. I get to be here with my neighbor, Roseanne. Hi, Nancy. I'm glad to be here with you today. Oh. I'm looking forward to this. Thank you so much. So what are three words or phrases that would describe who you are? Oh, goodness. Um, well, let's see. I am energetic because I'm always on the go. I would say I'm a hard worker. Anybody that works with me in the office knows that. And most importantly, I have my faith that I stand on, and that's what gets me through everything that I do. So we've got to have a lot of conversations about faith. And one thing that I loved about your stories is some miracles that you've seen in your life. I think that we're all looking for a huge, huge miracle, maybe like the parting of the Red Sea. But if we see miracles in our lives and start to look for them in a different way, I think that could really impact our our life and our faith. Can you tell me about a miracle that you've seen? Um, Well, I've got a few uh, pretty good-sized ones that have happened in my life. Um, And just a lot of those those everyday, ordinary miracles. So which one would you like to know about? Give me a big one. A big one. (laughs) (laughs) I can do that. All right. Well, let's go back a few years. Um, Thanksgiving, and it was when I was living in Wyoming. And um, my sister-in-law and my brother and their family had invited us over for Thanksgiving dinner. And I don't know if anyone out there knows anything about friendship bread, but friendship bread is that, is that bread that someone gives you the starter batter and it takes 10 days. You have to add sugar and flour and let it mix it and then you cover it again. And two days later you add sugar and flour or something. I don't remember the exact recipe anymore, but it takes forever to get it to the point where you can bake it. So I had I bake I bake these two loaves of friendship bread because that was what I was bringing for Thanksgiving dinner. And um, that morning, my husband and I and our four children went to church in the morning for the blessing of the bread that Father did. Um, on Thanksgivings, and it was sitting there in the front, and he did, we had the mass, and they, he went through the blessing, and then as we were leaving, um, my husband, generous guy that he is, handed Father one of the loaves of bread. <laughs> You're laughing, I can see. And my eyeballs must have gotten the size of saucers, but obviously I couldn't see anything at this point. What do you say? I mean, no, give me that back. So here I am going, oh dear. And so we leave, we leave the church and we get in the car. I'm like, what were you thinking? And um, so we, he's like, don't worry about it. We'll just go to the store and grab you know, some rolls or something. It'll be fine. And so being as it's Thanksgiving and we were living in a very, very small town in Wyoming, none of the grocery stores were open, which there's only one. And the, um, the gas station by our house had a little store on it, kind of like a little miniature 7-Eleven or something, but it was just a mom and pop place. And so I went in there and bought a couple of, of the bags of the brown and serve rolls. 
right? Not the same as friendship bread, but it's the thought that counts. And so we get over to Mike and Deb's house. That's my brother and sister-in-law. And um, everybody's enjoying themselves. And they had also invited the priest from their parish. So it was two, four, five adults and six kids. My brother and sister-in-law have two boys of their own. And um, they weren't small kids. I mean, I think, the, I think Danny was the youngest, and he was four, four or something at the time. So it was four, six, eight, ten, and then they have a ten, an eight and a ten-year-old. So, um, so everybody likes friendship bread. And so we, we go there, and I explain the situation. Debbie laughs about it because she thinks it's funny, too. And we put the first batch of rolls in the oven. And everybody, you know, sits down, and we're all visiting and laughing, and um, completely forget about the rolls in the oven. And <laughs> we, when we start smelling smoke, we go, "Uh oh!" <laughs> so <laughs> grab that batch out and toss it. And we're like, "Okay, well, we don't want to burn this next batch because we're all starting to sit down for dinner." So we put the next batch in. We turn the oven down and and um, I have my one little loaf of friendship bread. So we slice that, you know, part of it up, about half of it, and I threaten all my children. I said, nobody eats any friendship bread until the grown-ups and father have theirs. So, and that's, you know, like keeping bees out of honey. But, um, so we all sit down and we're all visiting and enjoying dinner and passing around the friendship bread and, and um, completely, completely forgot about the rolls in the oven. Yeah, again. Uh, and so, but you know, it's halfway through dinner, I thought, oh my goodness. <laughs> so I go and I get them out of the oven and they're like hockey pucks. Even the dog wasn't gonna eat them. They were so hard. And so I thought, oh, well, so much for that. So we <laughs> put those aside, you know, and throughout dinner, not paying attention, you know, Debbie brought more bread to the table, I brought more bread to the table, everybody ate, and at the end of dinner, um, Debbie gave Father, um, she wrapped up some leftovers for him and, and gave him a, a to-go bag, and um, some, you know, he left with that, and I, you know, I asked her, I said, oh, what'd you send home with him? She goes, well, that gave him half a loaf of that bread that was left, and, um, and so we were doing dishes, and I got to thinking about it, I'm like, wait a minute, I go, how many pieces of bread did you have? And she's like, oh, I had at least two or three. And I know Michael had some. And then the kids each had a couple pieces. And I was thinking to my, you guys know how big a loaf pan is. We're not talking industrial size loaf pans. We're talking a regular size loaf of bread. And we stopped and we looked at each other. And I said, and you had, we had half a loaf left over after all of that? And she's going, wow. And I said, and I had, to, I had to really think about that one, and I thought, you know, it was, it was a loaves and fishes thing, and God has a sense of humor because he made certain that we didn't use any of those other roles and that we trusted that we were going to have enough, and by golly, we did, and that was, that, there's my big miracle for you. <laughs> I love it, and your kids did get some of the friendship. Bread. Oh, my gosh, they ate like pigs. <laughs> So yes, that was one of their favorite things. They each had at least two or three pieces. So we ate at least minimum if everybody each had a couple slices of bread and there was 
six, eight, ten of us there. Um, that was a couple loaves of bread. <laughs> I love that it started out though with you giving it to someone or your husband giving it to someone. <laughs> but when we're generous, I feel like God is generous in return. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for Absolutely. That. So, and it's, I just thought that that's one of those wonderful stories that I love to tell people because I've never, God's never, ever, ever let me down. If I've needed something, He's always been there. So, I love that. You just have to trust. I'm so grateful for your friendship and you being my neighbor. It's so wonderful having both in one. One of the things I love doing with, with you is this is our fourth year that we just finished our neighborhood picnic. Oh, yes. And we get to do a lot of fun neighborhood things together. Um, why do you like doing those? Oh, I love being able to get together with the neighbors and, and visiting and stuff. I just, I love people. It's just, I mean, it's just me because, you know, I mean, they're all... When I see people, I see a reflection of God in everybody. So that's, I mean, that's what we're supposed to see. But it's just, it's so much fun to get to together with everyone, and they can tell their stories and, and visit and just enjoy the company, and that's the way it should be. I think you're right. You love having fun. My daughter thinks that you are one of the <laughs> funnest people <laughs> and thinks that you must have all the fun friends. So I think that is a true statement. Um, one of the things I wanted to do on this is show that the little things that we do in life, even though sometimes we think it doesn't matter, there are just little things that they do matter. And one of the things, you're always so generous and loving to me, but one of the things, try not to cry. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Because <laughs> then I'll start. Because... <laughs> um. I cry at, at Hallmark commercials. Oh, so I love don't Hallmark commercials. <laughs> yeah. But it was um, last year after the lockdown, and it was my birthday, and you came over and gave me a pizza and cookie dough and flowers. And oh, I don't I, even know if you remember that. But Did I? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it meant so much to me because it obviously was a hard year. <laughs> yes, it was. And um, just to have someone not only remember your birthday, but bring you something, it just meant the world to me. Oh, you're welcome. So thank you for just like the little things you always do for people. And um, just knowing that they do matter and people remember them and it makes a difference. Oh, I thank you. That's very kind of you to remember that. I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> So one thing I want to ask all of the people I interview is, what is your favorite Bible verse or Bible story? Oh, goodness gracious. Um, hmm. I, have, I mean, what's my favorite Bible verse? I mean, there's so many to pick from. Um, I think one of my favorite ones is when um, after the um, Jesus had sent every, all the, the apostles out and they came back, and he asked them, he says, who do the people say I am? And they said, well, some people think you're John the Baptist. Some say Elijah or one of the prophets. And Jesus says to them, he's asked them, he says, and who do you say I am? Mm -hmm. And Peter pipes up. you got to love Peter. Mm -hmm. um, he pipes up and he says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And that is one of my favorites because that's, you know, the basis of everything that we believe in, that 
Jesus is the son of the living God, and that's what makes life what it is. And what are you grateful for right now? Um, for well, pretty much everything. I mean, I can't complain about it. I mean, good heavens, we're so, we're so blessed. And, you know, I mean, when you come right down to it, spoiled. Um, I mean, look at everything that we have. I mean, I remind my, my kids and my husband and that so many times, I mean, we have a roof over our heads, we have, a, you know, jobs, we have food on the table, we have clothes on our back, we have friends, we have, you know, everything. And there's so many people that have nothing. And, I mean, I have nothing to complain about. I mean, it's, you know, God's blessed me in so, so many ways. And, yeah, I complain like everybody else, but I have to remind myself every once in a while how good I have it. So, um, yeah, I'm thankful for neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so. for being on my show and sharing just a little bit about your story. Oh, thank you so much for asking me. I'm, I was so flattered when you asked me. I thought, oh, me? So, <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for tuning in. God gave me a calling to share people's stories, and I've been doing that for over 15 years with my business, Generations to Generations. Ordinary People, Extraordinary Things is a continuation of telling stories. All of us have a story, and it's imperative that we share it with others to learn and empower. I know you have a story to share on how God has showed up in the mountains and valleys of your life. To do that, visit me on Facebook, Instagram, or email me at ordinarypeoplestories at gmail.com. And I'll see you on the next podcast.